Hi, this is Nick Forster. We're going to share one of our favorite E-Town shows from the archives, and it starts right now. From E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's guests from Prince Edward Island, Canada, Rose Cousins, Achievement Award winner, Roz Babner, and from Los Angeles, California, the Milk Carton Kids. I'm Helen Forster. Join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Another full house. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I think we are all of us curious about other people's lives. Kind of can't help it. Human nature. And songwriters have the ability to share some things with us that may or may not be true, even for themselves, but um, it draws us in. And the good ones can really take us on a journey with imagery and tapping a wide range of emotions and, of course, with their skills and their talents and sometimes humor. Our first guests this week have all of those skills. They do all those things well. Since they started out in Eagle Rock, California, a little less than 10 years ago, they've been on a steady path straight to the top. They're a really remarkably tight duo. Two guitars, two voices. They play at all the big festivals. They've been in film and television shows, both as musical guests and as actors. Their songs have been covered by other artists. They host awards shows. They've experimented with the expanded full band thing and are currently back to their original duo format as they were when they were first on E-Town. And we're really happy they're back. Please welcome back to E-Town, the Milk Carton Kids. Oh, I held out my arms, 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 held out my arms
I hear people come from everywhere to say goodbye, sweet like to their kin. Put me back into the earth Among all of my friends Under a blanket of roses A sea of flowers Overhead That is right I don't believe Any morning skies above me and those I've loved under a blanket of roses, a sea of flowers overhead, but I die. The milk carton kids. All right, is everything okay? I'm a little worried about you guys. The songs are really already sort of looking back on happier times, and I think of you as still relatively young. But the people seem to like it. Yeah. Brings in the folk music bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Nick, but I don't know. Maybe, do you realize how much money there is nowadays in folk music? It's crazy. I think I, maybe I missed out. I don't know. Yeah, did well I make you, my move too soon? I think you did. You got into radio at the wrong yeah. time because yeah. I tell you what, folk duo is the place to be. Yeah. <laughs> I should say before we go too far down this slippery slope, there is a lot actually to support your hypothesis that the folk music duo is rocking because I should say, congratulations. Lots of great things have happened for you guys. You play all the good festivals. You played Newport Folk Festival, Hardly Strictly, um, New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, tons of all the great ones. Yeah, we no. hate playing festivals. <laughs> I love playing festivals. I'm a very happy and positive person. <laughs> but what I was trying to say was congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's true. We've so that been was kind of positive, actually. Yeah. We've been rewarded handsomely for our efforts. Yeah. What I really want to get to is that there's a lot of things that you guys could and should be proud of, and that in some small way, because we were there for you early on, I feel proud <laughs> also of the things you've accomplished. And we're proud of you. We're proud of... We are. This has always been one of our favorite radio shows. You were one of our earliest supporters in all of media. Remember At the joke? time, this was the biggest show we'd ever been on. We've, of course, surpassed it many times yeah. over now. But... I've heard of CBS Good Morning and things like that. I know, I know. Let me, um, let me move on to a sunnier subject. And uh, Kenneth, I was pleased oh. to see that you've got a special model of a Martin guitar, the Patton Gale Special, which is kind of cool, and many, many people don't get their own Martin guitar. That's a oh, great yeah, accomplishment. Pro model. Can you imagine that? It's a pro model. 
Do you have a pro model, Nick? I, oh, I don't Jesus, think so. Kenneth. Yeah. What? He's no, giving I'm, you a chance to plug your guitar, and instead you're ribbing him again. Well, I thought that's what we started. I thought that was the whole. Joey, uh, let's let me ask you. A, I was just going to mention that this this 2020 calendar really looks like you're going to get a chance to spend a little more time with your family this year. You worked hard last year, so this must be good for you. Um. I want to give a serious answer without appearing to correct you, because that would be not in the spirit of positivity, which we're trying to gear toward. Trying to shift in that no, direction. No, yeah. there's. <laughs> if only you knew the number of shows that are about to be announced oh, on our 2020 really? okay. calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be no, a very true. different picture. In 2020, is shaping up to be one of the busiest we've had in a while. So I'm actually not going to see my kids very much. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> But it does kind of bring us full circle, uh, which is the comment you made earlier on, which is how much I had underestimated the money that's in folk duos right now. So mm -hmm. we just come full circle, and I think it was a nice chat. Thank you. Yeah. You've also underestimated the reliability of our website in determining what's important to us in terms of our calendar, and that I just have to blame Kenneth. Yeah. The fact that Kenneth this is going does great. Any, the fact that Kenneth does anything on behalf of your publicity that clearly you don't do should be something that you could appreciate. Though. I do appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate so many yeah. things about Kenneth. He does. Well, I have to. Joey doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I will ask you just one last thing. Is there a thing you, you could envision? Is there a, your own TV show or some other thing that's that you're cooking up that hopefully, if things work well, you'd be able to launch in sometime in the future? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we have in mind. We have this variety show that we do regularly. It's not on the radio or anything fancy like that, but uh, we call it the Sad Songs Comedy Hour, and we do that every couple months in L.A. It's us and two comedians and another band, and that's really fun. And Kenneth produces a bunch of records. Mm -hmm. Then there's some other secret things, which yeah. the next time we come on E-Town, there'll be more to say about, maybe. Yeah. You guys should do a podcast together. <laughs> podcast is one of the things Kenneth and I are planning. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> the title of it is, um, This is Why Everybody's Wrong. And it's mostly just Kenneth uh, talking. Sounds like a lot of podcasts, actually. <laughs> but good luck with that. And we wish you lots of luck in all your future endeavors, including this next song that we're about to hear. Um, we really are appreciative of your sound that you guys make. Well, Nick, we too feel uh, mutual admiration for you and Helen. <laughs> we very much appreciate your support over the years. We love your program. And we feel like we find a warm, warm home every time we come here. Okay, I'm so glad. Uh, with that bit of saccharin, let's get back to... The real stuff. And uh, welcome back, if you would, the Milk Garden Kids. Here's the title track off our latest album, The Only Ones. You were always So tired, you were looking to the sky, looking 
Kids, Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan from Los Angeles. The record is called The Only Ones, out on their own label. They'll be back to play some more music later on in the program. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. If you happen to tune in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It'll be available for free in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. Nick Forster, you're listening to E-Town. The Milk Carton Kids will be back later in the show. And coming up, singer and songwriter Rose Cousins is here from Nova Scotia. She was actually born in the Maritimes in, on Prince Edward Island, and we're very excited she's here for her first visit. Before we get back to music, every week we get a chance to introduce you to somebody who's 
stepping up and making a difference in their hometown. These are almost always volunteers who look around and see a small problem or a large problem and they try to make a difference in some way. And their first steps that they take um, always add up and really do help a lot of people. So these are positive stories and we, we like to spread some positive stories around, especially these days. So uh, we get to give them some recognition through the Achievement Award. And here comes Helen Forrester to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. This week's listener-nominated story is about Roz Babner of Portland, Oregon. Roz has fond memories of her father volunteering to help others when she was a child. That always stuck with her, the importance of giving back to your community. Well, years ago, Roz retired from teaching to raise her three children, but she still wanted to help others. So she volunteered at a nonprofit that helps settle Jewish refugees, including finding them apartments. Now, Roz oversaw the part of the program that collected and provided slightly used furniture and home goods to people who needed such things because you can't just have an apartment, right? But eventually the number of Jewish refugees diminished and the organization where she volunteered dropped that service for budgetary reasons. Roz recognized that there was still a great need in her city for this kind of support for all kinds of people. So she started her own nonprofit to continue and expand that work. Since then, she's helped a tremendous amount of people in need. And here in person to tell us more about that is this week's winner, Roz Babner of Portland, Oregon. Hi, Roz. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I want to ask you a little more about your dad who inspired you so. What kinds of things did he do? In Portland, we were one of the areas where Japanese people were interned during World War II. And my father had some, I think, a few Japanese clients. He was an attorney. And he agreed to take care of their property for them. When they were taken away. When they were taken away. Wow. Because so many of them lost their property. They did. Yeah. But my dad was able to hold it for them so that they could reclaim their property. That's That's not a great chapter in our history, but he was a champion. He was. He was very involved in social action. My mother, too, was just involved in lots of things in the community. So you grew up with that? Yes. And then you had a chance to give back in your own way, right? Correct. Helen mentioned that you did that first by going into teaching and then retiring from that and, and then volunteering. Yes, I quit teaching and got involved with this refugee program. They came with a suitcase, so they needed furniture, linens, kitchen items, and people were donating those items. We made those available, and then what happened was, all of a sudden, the warehouse was doing more than just refugees. We were working with domestic violence, with people who were homeless for a variety of reasons, Did you start your own organization somewhere along the way? We did. And we have two locations, 10,000 square foot warehouses. We see 60 families a week. And so we have about right now over 200 social service agencies, Mm -hmm. including schools and food banks. And the agency identifies a person, a family that is in need. Of furniture. We do furniture, linens, and kitchen items. Yeah. And the agency connects with us right. and asks for a date to come in. Mm-hmm. And tell us about some of the people that you're serving. It's a variety of people. We This year, we'll see upwards close to 8,000 people. And almost half 
our children. Hmm. Our most frequent family is a mom as head of household with two children. And so if I'm one of those families coming into your warehouse, um, what's my experience like? The case manager that brought you is going to sit down with you and figure out exactly what you need. So different bed sizes, different numbers of beds, sofa, love seat, kitchen table, how many chairs, how many lamps, all the small items that you need, dishes, glasses, pots and pans, sheets, towels, pillows, blankets. Mm -hmm. Do their eyes get bigger and bigger as they go through the warehouse? They do. And that's one of the reasons it's very difficult for somebody who's had nothing Mm -hmm. to kind of hone in on, you know, when there's so much there. People don't ask us for a set of matching towels. They just want towels. Yeah. And people donate these things. Everything that we have is donated. And Roz, when did you start all this? We brought the warehouse out into our own Oregon Community Warehouse in 2001. And so a lot of stuff has been donated, I imagine, and handed out in those years. Well, just this last year, close to 100,000 items. In one year. In one year. And we're also very proud of the fact that we do a lot of recycling and a lot of reuse because some of the items that come through our door, we can use them because, like I said, a family doesn't ask for a matching set of towels. Yeah. Can you give us an example of a donation or an item that really made a difference for a family? Uh, Well, one of my favorite stories is from a counselor from a school for a family that had been living in their car and had just found housing. And the teacher called the counselor and said, this boy has changed. He's raising his hand in class. He's doing his homework. Well, we got him a lamp for his desk so he could do his homework at night. That was it. That's all it took. That's all it took. Amazing. Um, And then beds, a lot of families, that's number one on their list. They're sleeping on the floor in rags. Wow. So it's probably safe to say you're also diverting a lot of things that might otherwise go to the landfill. Correct. You still got to staff it. And how are you paying for all that stuff? Well, a unique thing happened to us years ago, and that was there was a family that donated some very high-end antiques and collectibles. And we had some advice about trying to sell some of those things. So now we have an estate store that's part of our warehouse, and we sell antiques and collectibles. Sometimes we'll get a dining room set that'll seat 14 people, and not one of our families could accommodate that kind of an item. So really, you know, our budget now is getting up into the 2 million plus range, and about 40% of it comes from the sales in those estate stores. Yeah. And is there a website? Yes, communitywarehouse.org. Communitywarehouse.org, if people want to make contribution or whatever. Absolutely. It's a visceral reminder of how many people are struggling in this country. I think what you get to see, most of us don't, which is that there are a lot of people for whom, as you mentioned, this boy and his lamp, these small things can make a huge difference in someone's life. They can. That's cool, Roz. Well, it's great that you're carrying on your parents' tradition of giving back to your community. You found a way that works for you, and it's obviously really successful. Thank you. Thanks for coming out and sharing your story. Roz Babner is the winner of this week's Achievement Award for her work in Community Warehouse. Congratulations, Roz. Thanks so much for letting us know. 
If you just tuned in and you missed part of this interview, you can find it on our website, etown.org, where you can learn about some of our other award winners, too. Also, if you know of someone working to better the lives of others or the planet in some way, let us know. You can do that by heading to our homepage and clicking on the word award at the far right of the top menu. And you can learn what we look for and submit your nomination there. Or... You can always write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Alan. Thanks, Ross. The Achievement Award. We have got more music coming up from the Milk Carton Kids in a while. Right now, I'm going to tell you about our next guest. Rose Cousins was born and raised on Prince Edward Island, um, one of the provinces in the Canadian Maritimes. In fact, it's the smallest province in Canada, 40 times smaller than the largest Canadian province, which is the newest one, which is called Nunavut. But you all knew that, I'm sure. (laughs) Anyway, PEI, Prince Edward Island, is a beautiful and kind of isolated spot. In some ways, not unlike Rose's music, it's very beautiful and and, uh, personal. She has had lots of success putting out five or six records, I think, of original music. She's won a Juno Award and a Grammy nomination along the way. She's recorded with and toured with lots of artists that you know. And um, her latest record is called Bravado. So please welcome to E-Town for her first visit, Rose Cousins. Thank you so much. I'm very, very excited to be here. Um, This is a song called The Agreement. You come to town, I'll take you in. And we'll spend the night in our beautiful sin. And I just any but I know that I'm one of many I get lost in the stories you tell above your gaze and under your spell but I know a shot the best we can have is what we've got commitment is too scary but I'll cry if you get married so when I come 
to town You'll take me in And we'll spend the night In our beautiful spin And you'll know You're not just any But you know That you're one of many Yeah, you know You're not just any But you know That you're one of many Thank you. Rose Cousins, welcome to E-Town. So glad you're here. You're such a good singer. Thank you. Let me ask you about being a Canadian singer-songwriter, because we, we have a couple of fantasies about Canada. Um, I do tell. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them is that, that uh, the Canadian government is really supportive of artists across many disciplines. Is that true? Truth, yes. Has that helped you in some way so far in your career? Absolutely. Really? Yep. Like when it's time for touring or whatever, they'll give you a, a, a little boost. Yep. And the more that I travel, I understand how unique it is and yeah. how incredibly supportive they are, yeah. The other fantasy that we have about Canada, it has to do with your healthcare uh, premiums. So talk, tell us about how much it costs you for your healthcare. Like if we need to go to the hospital, we go to the hospital and it's free. But if you want to have coverage for other things, you get your own plan kind yeah. of thing, which is on a spectrum. But yeah, if you're sick, you go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just wanted everybody to know that. I just want to it's clear possible. that up. You know, it's we can possible, be... and it's possible, and it's great. Um, so I want to ask you a little bit about your early influences. I know Patty Griffin was one of your heroes or heroines. Was there a song of hers that you just thought, okay, whoever this is, they get me, they understand me. I, I got to find out more about this. You know, basically her very first record, Living With Ghosts, which was like, you know, this incredibly raw record of demos. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, there's a single woman making music as a person and an instrument. And uh, I guess I deeply love poetry and I love melody and I like when the thing that is being said hits the bone yeah. so that it's like truthful and it's real because the things that we feel are real. Right. So now you've been at this a while and you've got fans all over the place and you go to your shows and they have that same in some ways, connection to your songs and your music that you might have felt for Patty Griffin in, the, in that they've got some visceral feeling about what you've helped them discover in their life or you've given them some insight. Hmm. So do they tell you about that at the show sometimes? They do. It is interesting to be on the receiving end of that, at, like mm -hmm. whether someone's like lost somebody or has gone through a really hard childbirth or is currently suffering from you know, an illness or is going through a breakup. Like we connect what we're listening to to where we were. Yeah. So it's cool to be able to provide some of that. Yeah. I do feel a responsibility at the show to be authentic in the way that like, I'm just like the person that happens yeah. to be singing. I think just having like your experience acknowledged Music connects us, and uh, yeah, I think connection is the goal. Last thing before we get back to music, I, I just want to make sure that our audience understands um, on that first song you're playing, is it a baritone uke? Yes. So it's four strings, nylon strings. Yeah. Is that something you've played a lot, or is that relatively new for you? It's newer. I've been traveling with it for the last couple of years. 
Fits in the overhead. It fits so easily in the overhead, and it really pisses people off when yeah. they want to get their roller bag up there. Yeah. And they're like, whose violin is this? <laughs> and I'm like, not saying anything, not saying anything. <laughs> it's not a violin, but I'm it's not It's not a violin, it. yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's great. I actually wrote, I, I only have one very short guitar song on my record. The rest of it is piano and yeah. this baritone uke. Cool. And the record is called Bravado. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get back to some more music now. And would you please help me welcome back Rose Cousins. Um, I tend to, to uh, really love collaboration, so when there are people available, I like to rope them in to uh, singing with me. So inviting back uh, the Milk Curtain kids to sing on this next one and along with um, Nick and Helen. Team, full team. We're going to do a song called Grace, uh, which is off my most recent record called Natural Conclusion. Stronger grace, this 
When offered the services of a band, this incredible band, I, uh, I said yes, frankly. Straight up. I've been trying to play this next song by myself, and it's just not the same. Helen and Nick are gonna sing. It's gonna be great. This is a great situation. I'm having a great time. I've always wanted to do E-Town. Here I am. It's amazing. It's just as amazing as I thought it might be.
Thank you. That's Rose Cousins from Prince Edward Island, originally now living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The record's called Bravado, along with E-Tones, Chris Engelman, Christian Teal, Ron Jolly, Helen Forster. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio, located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. If you happen to tune in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town Podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It'll be available for free in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KUGS in Bellingham, Washington, on KUSU, Utah Public Radio, and on WNYE, New York City, New York. As always, if you want some more information about any of the things we're up to here at E-Town, or if you want to find out how you can see some of the great videos we've been making of this show and many others, lots of stuff is online at etown.org. Okay, so we're in the, uh, the homestretch here. We're really happy about our visitors this week. Rose Cousins, Milk Carton Kids, our award winner, Roz Babner. Um, right now, please help me welcome back to E-Town, the Milk Carton Kids. So it's true, despite uh, Nick's earlier allegation that we're going to be taking it easier n- next year, uh, we have a very busy schedule ahead of us. And uh, it means that I won't see my kids very much, as has been the case for the past few years. And so whenever we're away from them for an extended period of time, I like to FaceTime with them a lot to make sure that they know that the reason I'm not with them is because I'm with Kenneth. (laughs) That's kind of messed up. I need them to have someone to blame. That's okay. The whole situation is kind of grim. Like, they're not super great kids, you know? (laughs) I don't really see why you miss them that much. Kenneth has no kids. Thank God. (laughs) 
Milk Carton Kids. Joey Ryan, Kenneth Pattengale. The record's called The Only Ones. Man, oh man. We're gonna get everybody out and do uh, one more song. I wanna thank all our guests. I wanna thank our award winner, uh, Roz Babner, the Community Warehouse Project up in, in uh, Portland, Oregon, bringing much needed practical items to those in need. Thanks to Rose Cousins from Prince Edward Island, now living in Halifax. Thanks to the E-Tones and Helen Forrester. Thanks to the Milk Carton Kids. Um, Years ago when, uh, when Sarah McLaughlin was here for her first visit a long time ago, we, we found an old Cat Stevens song that she grew up with uh, for our finale. I think Richard Thompson was the other artist on that show. Anyway, another, we've got another guest from the Maritimes with us. We thought we'd try again. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. start something new and it's breaking my heart you're leaving maybe I'm grieving but if you want to leave take good care hope you have a lot of nice things to wear
E-Town is recorded in front of a live audience at E-Town Hall with help from all of our fine staff. To comment about the show, email us at info at etown.org or connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook. Distribution is made possible by our family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you. Jimmy Cliff for that version of the Cat Stevens song. You can find it if you want on YouTube. Thanks to Rose Cousins, the Milk Carton Kids, the E-Tones, our award winner, Roz. Thanks to our volunteers and our engineers and all the crew here. Thank you, everybody. This is a production of E-Town. All right, Rose Cousins, Milk Carton Kids. Thanks to Roz Babner, the founder of Community Warehouse out in Portland, Oregon. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.